welcome to the podcast with Face, Pat, and Tiz. So, what's up, guys? <laughs> welcome to the podcast, a show of three friends separated by distance, connected by brotherhood, having weekly conversations that you can join in on. As always, I'm one third of the podcast, Tiz, alongside. Yo, it's the Padawan here in Southeast Virginia, 757, um, up in the beautiful Exalt Recording Studio here in Mallory Street, where it all started. <laughs> where it all started. And um, also with me is my boy. It was that, man. It's space and the place just trying to stay ahead in this race, man. Already, already. So tonight, um, as always, you know, this is just a conversation amongst brothers. So uh, I'm going to get right off into it. All right. So uh, we got our Umar updates that we do every week or whatever. And we follow Umar Johnson. Um, if you don't know who Umar Johnson is, just look back throughout our episodes You and listen back. You will hear everything you need to know to get caught up on who this guy is. So as I am, I'm a very outspoken person. And I got questions. I come from a school of thought of, I have been supporting this man and following this guy since like 2009, 2010. So I I thought he was on some legit stuff. I found out about his schemes. I started finding out about him in 2014, but I ain't really get hip fully to him till the past maybe year, year and a half. Really hip to him since this COVID hit and I done had time to like really just dig into the rabbit hole. So I asked a question on Twitter. I thought it was an honest question. It made sense to me. Instead of somebody coming back, having a normal conversation, retorting, even rebutting in a logical way, I got blocked. So the partners are now blocked from communicating with Dr. Uma on Twitter. But of course there are other means of communication. I'm So, so hurt. Uma does a live. I go on the live. He's a, a very famous person gravesite. We're going to get to that later in the Umar recap. But I asked the same questions that I asked on Twitter. Where's the school? Why is he always asking for money? If he has collected this money, how come the school hasn't been here yet? One of his followers decided to come back and say, well, just give him... He coming out in the fall of 2021. Okay, gotcha. He's also was supposed to be out in the fall of 2020, in the fall of 2019, and you know, summer of 2019. So I've been confused. I brought that point back up. At this point, Umar's little buzzing beehive or whatever you want to call his little cult. We're going to get into that in a second. They decide to, you know, begin normal retorts. Well, where is your school? Now, mind you, I have never claimed to want to open a school. That was not my calling in life. I am a podcaster along with my two brothers. Hold on. I also, you know, provide yeah. other content as in battle rap commentary, et cetera, et cetera. That is what I do. I do not claim to provide a school. I claim to provide content. You can see the fruits of my labor every week when you get on Spotify or any other of your major podcast streaming sites and listen to us talk. You can hear my content. You can see our clips on YouTube. You can literally see what I'm doing. 
I'm asking logical questions where his school is because that's what he claims he is doing. Not because what I'm claiming I'm doing, but because what he claims he is doing. So let me go ahead and address all of the Umar supporters that's going to come out. We call them the Umartians. And, and just talk nonsense. Their favorite retorts are as follows. Where's your school? I don't want to open a school. Umar said he's opening a school. He said he's going to open a school for years now, going on 10 years. I have not seen said school. Nate, their next response is, you're a coon. I actually support the black community, not only by supporting black businesses, but I also help to guide black children toward a better future. That is what I do. You're a hater. Actually, I used to support Umar. I've even donated way back in the day. I'm really upset. So I'm not a hater. I don't hate Umar, but I do got some legit questions about any black man that's claiming to want to lead or teach <laughs> black young men and young kings. And he's out here acting the way Umar is. Yes, I am concerned and I do have questions. You never supported anyway. I just addressed that. Yes, I did. You're speaking against Umar for money. I have not and will probably never, ever make money off of anything related to Umar Johnson. However, I will keep speaking on them as long as I got a platform and feel like speaking on them. And if Jay Morrison act crazy a little more, I'm going to get on his head. And if somebody else coming to the black community is trying to scam our people or trying to do something that's legit harming our people, yes, I'm going to speak on it. That's why I wanted a platform so I can have a voice. So you speak on your opinion, I'm going to speak on mine. Next they would just get into expletives and ad hominem attacks. And at that point, I have nothing to say to you. Um, you can keep those attacks because I'm not going to respond to those because I feel like that's just, you know, intellectually beneath what I'm coming out here to represent. Now, there's a larger question as to why his followers are so angry. And I feel like it's because they know that they've lost their money and time and they're embarrassed. And what it reminds me of is Scientology, the David Koresh movement, and these other formats that are cult-like. So I looked up, well, what is a cult? These are the top signs that you're in a cult, right? Now, when I read these, y'all just think about Umar and his followers and tell me if anything sounds familiar. Umartians. <laughs> the leader is the ultimate authority. If you ask any Umar follower, you, Umar can't, he is, well, Umar said, well, he said, well, he, it, well, what do you think? Ultimate authority. Okay. The group suppresses skepticism. So anybody that asks a question, oh, oh, no, don't ask no questions. No, he, 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 he don't, how you gonna question him? You must be a hater. You must be a, no, I just have a question. Okay, suppresses skepticism. Next, the group will delegitimize former members. If you look at anybody who has left the Umar groups, they immediately get attacked, they get slandered, they get called all of these names, even though just before that, they were the best guy ever when they were down with Umar. They were your brother, they were everything. Now they're the horrible person, okay. He legitimizes. Okay. The next one. 
the group is paranoid about the outside world. Every time I look, a Umar supporter is on YouTube or IG yelling and screaming about how everybody is coming at Umar. Not that Umar has done anything wrong, but that everybody just hates Umar and they're coming at him. And it's a, it's a conspiracy. Okay, paranoid. Next, group relies on shame cycles. If you watch Umar, he'll go from praising his supporters and then he'll blame them. Oh, thank y'all for supporting FDMG. Then the next week, see, cause y'all ain't sending me no money because y'all sending y'all spending your money on grits, but you ain't sending me no money. Now that's why we ain't got the school ready. Shame cycles. Okay. Next, the leader is above the law or above reproach. Hmm. So Umar ain't can't do no wrong. That's what you're telling me. There's no way that any of our questions can be actually legitimate. Every question we got is just crazy because Umar can't do no wrong. Okay, okay. Next, the group uses thought reform methods or indoctrination. The evidence of this is if you watch Umar's videos when he do them lives when he's at the school and he got the supporters out there with him, they all parrot the exact same thoughts and phrases when he put the camera on them. Like it's the huh. same little little talking points that he parrots every day on IG and, and YouTube. Okay, indoctrination. Next, the group is elitist, meaning they think that their way is the only way. So Umar's school is the only good thing for the for the thing. Anybody else's school is horrible. How dare they have a good school? <laughs> oh, Q Butter school is horrible. Lord Jamal's step uh, stepfather or godfather, whatever, his dad, <laughs> his school ain't nothing. Professor X school don't really have superpowers. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm joking. Next, and this is one, watch this one. There's no financial transparency. I ain't got to tell nobody about nothing. I'm, I'm transparent with my donors. Well, Uma, I've donated before. Can I know what's going on? Can you answer my question? He's not yelling. Not, not, not sitting in your corner with your little flag on over your blinds that's broken and you're yelling and screaming. I'm talking about just calmly having a conversation. Can you, can you answer my question? He's transparent I, with, I donated. Um, with donors that don't ask questions. You feel me? Next. <laughs> and the last one. Group the secret rituals and rites. Hmm. They be doing a lot of weird chanting shit around them rocks up there. He chants when he talks. I'm just saying, at least eight to nine out of ten of top signs that you're in a cult, his group fits. Now that leads me to open the floor up to just y'all thoughts about uh, Umar and his people. But then also the larger conversation of like, why is society so obsessed with these cult-like followings? Like, you got Beyonce and the Beehive. You got uh, Nicki Minaj with her group. Like you, if, And if you say anything about these people, it's like they, they hold them up like religious figures. Like, what the hell? Y'all, y'all got the floor. I've been itching to say something since these, um, these Twitter comments after your <laughs> comment. Just because that's just my personality. Uh-huh. And I just got to... You feel me? It's my little brothers. Um, to follow something means that you're willing to give your all to that and you're willing to stand up on those beliefs. But in order to follow something wholeheartedly, you must wholeheartedly know about what you're following in to truly be a true follower of it. 
Now, from the research I've done, there's no Umar donor that truly knows everything that's going on because there's nothing but questions that surrounds everything about the financial backing or the financial aspect of that. And that's the main questions. So if I'm not knowing everything, how can I be a true follower? Am I just somebody who wants to grasp onto something because I feel the need to be along? And in our society, that's a big thing that's wrong right now because I've had a lot of people who just want to feel like they belong to something. You have that gang culture. You have the cult culture. You have the people who follow celebrities to the point that they want to become part of that. And we have people who actually go to the list of getting plastic surgery to look like these celebrities. For what? For what? Is is it that deep for you? Me personally, I, I, I don't see the connection. I, I'm Outside of my friends and the groups that we form personally, mm-hmm. I've never wanted to be become a part of another group. You feel me? When we individually did the street mm-hmm. stuff, whatever groups we joined, that was because those are the elements we was around then. It was, okay, that's the principles. And depending on where you was at, if you believe and truly understood the principles of that, you became that. Yeah. I'll say it like that. Yeah. But to be a true follower of something I don't know of, how can I speak on that in defense of it? I don't know every aspect of it. And that I'm speaking and in that I'm speaking, I may look like an ass, which most people do when they're defending this man. So me personally, I think they should just shut the hell up unless they have total proof or just answer a simple question. That's that's, that's all I'm saying. Is answer a simple question. question. That's all uh, I'm asking for. I think we should start calling the, uh, his followers like who Martians. I kept just saying it over <laughs> and over again, but it fits because it's Mar and then Martian and then yeah, and then yeah, them niggas crazy. Um, <laughs> man, boy, man, I appreciate y'all letting me get that off, but like, yeah, these fuckers. But but that's the funny part because now they don't know me. Like I'm a Capricorn, so like once I get focused on something, like I can lock in and I can. Really be laser focused on that one thing. So now I'm on your head, buddy. I'm gonna keep on asking questions. Exactly. And if you block me on everything, guess what? Your dumb ass followers keep putting you on YouTube. So I'm gonna still be able to follow the dumb shit you're doing, like I was doing before. And I'm gonna still be making videos. And I'm gonna still be talking about you on our podcast. And I'm gonna still be calling you out for your BS on Twitter and Instagram and whatever else I can find you at. I sure am. Until you just have a this is one thing. One thing about Umar is the observation, and this is a life observation. But over the years, I've grown just things I've experienced. Anyone who has to keep constantly telling you they are something, Yo. really not that. You feel me? You understand if, me? If you were, if you were that much of a scholar that that requested this, this all this you're saying, you wouldn't have to keep reminding everybody of that. Exactly. You wouldn't have to keep telling everybody this because what what is known is known. What is not known had to be represented over and over and over and over and over. No one has to tell you Michael Jackson was the, the king of pop. No one has to tell you that. It's known. No one has to tell you what a crackhead looked like. It's known. <laughs> yeah. No one has to tell me what a liar looks like, Umar. It's known. <laughs> Boy, I hit you with the Shakespeare. <laughs> and everybody knows the Padawan is great. You feel me? You feel me? But everything he do is cult-like. He all he talks in chants. He's always talking in chants. Donations, donations, FDMG, like all hashtags. 
like it's 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 all well people join cults and things like that because humans are social creatures i give him one thing one thing thing he does says is true he has studied psychology because in the essence of what he does is a psychological psychological trick yeah because when you say things in repetition subconsciously someone remembers that so as you say donation 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 that's all they remember it's it's repetitive. It's conditioning your listeners to want to either go there and find out more information or go there and actually donate. You're conditioning people and they don't realize it because mm-hmm. they don't they've not studied the things you study. But bingo, I'm not an ignorant person either. So I have that same background he has. I just didn't want to attain the same level of scholarship that you did. Yo, that's why I always say he's like the perfect example of like what happens when potential is just lost. Like he got the rhetoric, like he got the oratory skills. If he could put, like, he could put shit together that can, like, you know, appeal to the masses. He got really enough. He got enough. Really he got enough intelligence to, like, where, like, he know what he's talking about on a lot of the ADHD stuff. Really to be honest with you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just why do you do the other stuff? Like, if this is really what you're trying to do. Why are you out here looking like this? Oh, like, per- like, like it's like to me, you're either purposefully now turned yourself into a content creator, and that's just what you're doing. Like you're purposefully trying to like generate memes and go viral and that type of thing. And if that's what you're doing, cool. Like just say that. Like I'm a content creator. I get it. Like you want to make content to entertain people and to speak to it. I got you. Do that. And even and if he's you say a... that you're not a. You're not trying to really build a school for real. You really just want to teach history on the online, but you needed a way to like subsidize your lifestyle. All right, tell me that. Cool. I'll rock with that because you're being honest. Like, give me the integrity part. But like when you said, I'm doing this and then don't nothing add up to this. And then when people ask you questions, instead of you just answering them in a logical way and just giving the logical answer as to why this is not looking right, you either get angry and blame the supporters get angry and blame the person asking the question or like just run away from the question entirely. Like it's retarded, man. I'm sorry. Not, not, not that word. Let me, yeah, I'll cut that out. My last analogy, (laughs) my my last analogy, then we can move on. To me, it seems like he's a retired pimp that done converted over to preaching that can't stop flirting with the ladies in the front row because he still got that itch to go back to the street. You feel me? So, stay and what lane you want to be in? You want to do the school? Do the school. You're constantly making content like you want to be in the lane that we trying to be in. Get your podcast on and just do the podcast. Mm-hmm. I ain't even mad at that. Like, I get that. I just you like the just... answers. If you want to do something positive for the people, continue to do something positive for the people, but get a people who have questions about your process. Simple questions. That's it. Simple questions. What's the money doing? Well, I'm allocating to this one right here just for you to know. If you you feel me? This like that ain't even right. a crazy question to ask because any other 501c3, you can do that and they have to show you their paperwork. Why is it that you feel like you don't have to do any of that? You don't have to show this anything. What? Why is it wrong for me to be skeptical? And in the history of the, the almost 40 years I've been alive, how many people have come into the black community and schemed and scammed our people and taken millions Bruh, from us? From Malachi, Am I wrong to be skeptical now? Uh, no, like, I'm not you wrong. You can go through the skeptical. years, bro. All, I have all right to be skeptical. So answer the question. Me? Call me a hater, call me whatever you want, but don't say I never asked the question. Those who don't oh, ask I'm questions saying. are doomed to go down the hole. 
I don't go. I don't go down the hole without trying to hold on to the edge, answering my question. That's it. One simple question: Where's the money allocated to that you collected from all the donations? And if the money is only for the school, why are you in the restaurant acting for acting for a donation in the restaurant? Mm-hmm. And the way you're doing it, that ain't like cool. like if you was doing it also like cool. humble, cool. But when you doing it like, oh man, cash that must be broken. I know you're gonna send me something. Come on now, come on. Oh man, you ain't got but a dollar. Like you, how you gonna downplay a dollar? It's a dollar toward what you got. That's one more dollar than you had. Put it with the other ones, and then you keep adding them up. Like the the. The way he presents everything is what leads to the questions. And instead of him either changing the way he presents things or answering the questions, like if there's logical stuff behind it, people will ride with it. <coughs> Excuse me. Lamar, you Lamar got enough supporters me. that people will ride with you, but come on, bro. Umar reminds me of Trump whenever you ask mm. him a question. Mm. Yeah, he reminds me just like Trump. Every time you want to give him an audit, on what he's actually doing, he side side rails, blame somebody else or whatever, or blame the people that's following him, his Umartians or whatnot. Thank you. But yep, you know, disappointments, which yes, which your subject kind of leads me into my subject. Um, let me start off with Happy New Year's, y'all. Indeed, um, man. Happy you know, New Happy Year. New Year's. Happy. Fucking New Year's. We made it to 2021. <laughs> we back. And better than ever and evolving. I am so happy for the new year and, and to start everything over. But there's this one part in my logic that really clicks in my head every time I think about it every New Year's. Time is nothing but a measurement of like when we supposed to wake up and harvest. Really. Fate is eternal. That keeps going and going and going and going or whatever. Like a lot of times when people, when we get over the new years or whatever, people think it's a restart. Like it's everything that happened before is just going to disappear or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we're just going to, you know, just go right in and, and, and things are just going to change just because a day changed. Okay. And, you and left everything. me, but I'm back with you now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back and, with you now. Uh-huh. And that's that's the one thing that I find, like, for example, resolutions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Every year we we I don't want to say enslave ourselves, but a lot of people enslave themselves to like resolution, New Year's resolutions. And they are like the most impossible goals or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a goal like that you feel like you should have you 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 really need to start with baby steps. But you think after a month of the first, you know, the first month of the whole new year, while you still have hyped up over the year that you're going to get over that, like you're going to be able to achieve that goal. And that's one of those things where you got to be mindful of that. That's not uh, resolutions are not meant to be overnight solutions in general. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they you need to be more, you know, just more realistic or whatever. And I mean, this is one thing that I have to talk teach um, myself constantly anyway um in general and it's just over the years i just have been more mindful of like this is still just another day just because we have a new um we're over a pat another measurement of time we're over a new month we're over a new day or this that and third that you still need to be mindful of the things that might have been 
I would say a challenge in the past or an obstacle or, or a hindrance um, pretty much. But how do, how do y'all feel about that? Like that's uh, just taking it. Am I being overly negative or I'm being cautious in, into thinking that? Uh, I guess on the uh, resolutions tip, um, I feel like, you know, it's a normal thing to like kind of still be thinking about like what happened the year before that kind of caused issues, et cetera. But I think the point of a resolution is just to give you like an action step toward mm-hmm. a goal. You know what I'm saying? I think that's important, whether it be at the new year, whether it be three months in, whether it be at the end of the year, like whenever it is, like whatever it is you're trying to do in your life, I think that's important to just make an action step toward it. You know what I mean? So I get, I, I, I get bring it. I, I think also though, you know, if you don't learn from the past, you're destined to repeat it too. So it's important to like, remember like little pitfalls and side things you had to sidestep and shit along the way. But overall, I think you can't drag that shit with you. You got to leave it mm-hmm. with that, learn the lesson, take the lesson with you, but leave the, the issue or whatever, where it was at. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's where a lot of people fuck up at is they they go into the new year talking about new year, new me, but they bring in the old damn baggage with them as opposed to leaving some of that shit in the, in the past. You know what I mean? Like everybody going to go through shit and you're going to go through shit in the future too. You know what I mean? That's just life. Like your life is not going to be perfect. I don't care if you're the richest man or the poorest man or the man in the middle or the whatever. You know what I mean? Your life is not going to be perfect. So at the end of the day, just learn your lessons, take the lessons with yeah. you, lead them issues where they where they belong, you know what I mean, in the past. They call it a past for a reason. You're supposed to pass that shit. So yeah. Now I got something to say, but I'm gonna start it off with a question. Mm-hmm. What's the only man-made concept that we all must adhere to? To me, it's time. Man, yeah. Time is the only thing. Yeah. The only thing. But it's how we use that time. Mm-hmm. That's true. Really? Be smart with your time. Focus your yeah. time. Things that are important, the only things that should be focused on. Things that are, how can I say, elementary and that can be brushed off the shoulder. Brush them off your fucking shoulder and move on. Mm-hmm. Big I facts. try every year. I use a cat with. Cat Williams said a couple years ago, you feel me? And it's one of the only things I remember him ever saying. If you don't change from year to year, you're doing the same thing from year to year, you ain't progressing. Even to the small things, you're doing the same thing from your birthday you did last year for your birthday. Something wrong, you feel me? Something Mm -hmm. wrong. So every year I progress in in one step or some way. Every day I try to progress. And if it was a problem yesterday, I couldn't resolve it. Let me come back to it the next day and try to think of something else. If it comes to the point that, oh, well, the problem is above me, and I don't have the power to resolve it. Move the fuck on. That's it. That's real. I'm not gonna continue to bring my life. You feel me? I'm not gonna continue to to harbor on stuff and bring stuff. Let stuff bring me down. I've been to the point of depression. I've been to the point where I was suicidal. Yeah. Nah, that ain't that ain't that ain't the mental space you want to be in. And harboring on things and letting things get to you, get to your psyche and get to you where you you can't think about nothing but those things that you can't change, that leads to those dark paths. So me personally through experience, I don't focus on them. You feel me? Like if I can change it, cool. Let me put the effort in to change it. If I can't, let me realize I can't change it, leave it where it is and move on. Because in a situation, either one or two things are going to happen. 
Either you're going to voice your issues and things are going to change from that, or you're going to voice your issues and you see things ain't going to change. So you have to make the choice there to stay there with that issue or continue to move on. Because if the situation ain't going to change, you have the issue to move and change you. You feel me? Change your situation. You ain't got to change the person in the situation, but you can change your situation. That's real. Period. If the job ain't working for you, I can't get ahead in this job. Get another job. The relationship ain't working for you. She ain't keep doing this. He ain't keep doing that. Get another relationship. The car ain't working for you. This damn car got too many repairs. I can, I'm going to go broke doing this. Say that repair money. Get your new car. Yeah. You know, Same I know about, about that situation. one. You feel me? <laughs> you feel you know? me? I mean, that, that's just the way I see time. You feel me? Time and issues go hand in hand, but... Only thing I have to adhere to is time. The way I mm-hmm. use time and what I do with that time is all me. You feel me? Everybody utilizes their time in some new way, in some different way. We got procrastinators out there that wait and wait and wait and don't do nothing with their time at all. We got hustlers out there to go get and use every minute of their day the way they need to. Then we got people to just make it. Them, I'm not trying to be a just make it person. I ain't trying to be a procrastinator. I'm trying to be a go mm-hmm. get it person and continuously use every minute of my day for some positive purpose. If it ain't for educating my kids, become a better man, becoming a better husband, whatever it is, I'm trying to become better at it. So that's my that's time. Shit. You you know yeah, what yeah. though? I'm glad you um brought that up, face, because you know a lot of people don't even realize that time is a man made concept. Like, yeah. like, like. They don't realize it's more of a tool than an actual. They think it's like all of nature as opposed to mm-hmm. really just some way what we use to explain yeah. something real quick. But it's just a measurement to figure out existence, pretty much. Yeah, the universe don't work in time. It just no. works. Could you leave here? <laughs> yeah, but what we it consist works. of time? Like time is, is like how many times we go around the sun. Yeah. Pretty much. And if you lived on Saturn, it'd be a whole lot longer of a year. <laughs> well, in general. Time so relative. Very much. Time so. is relative. But speaking of time, 2020 wrap up came and it was time once again for what is his name? Uncle Murder. Was it that, that's his name? Uncle Murder. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Murder. That's that's his name and mad skills. Man, mm-hmm. this year. Uh, the past couple of years, I ain't really paid attention to the wrap up like talking about it. I've heard it, heard it afterwards and heard the news about both of them doing a the wrap up. So I, I, I decided this year I'm gonna listen to both of them as soon as they come out. Mm-hmm. Both tracks totally. Uncle Murder's um, track was 13 minutes of some change, where Mad Skills was I think eight eight and a half to nine minutes of some change. Mad okay. Skills came with a more adult flow, um, speaking on some topics. Um, he went he breathes over a lot of topics. Um, Uncle Murder usually comes in with the straight hood flow and and nothing but straight jokes. But yeah. this year, I think he really hit hit the hit, hit the point. This year, he he came mm-hmm. in with the perfect the perfect mix for the twenty twenty wrap up. Um, okay. When I've heard when I've heard the years before when I did hit tracks throughout the year, I'm like, okay, I see what he did for the wrap up. I see what this person did for the wrap up because I never listened to him on the day except mm-hmm. for this year. It's been, it hasn't been, it was debatable a little bit, mad skills, because he is mad skills, he's a VA person, and I was biased, but <laughs> he came with that adult flow that I wanted, I, I don't know, I always wanted the street stuff, you feel me, like, end of the year wrap-up, I just want to end the year wrap-up, let me hear some ha-ha jokes, let me hear right. what happened in the year, and let me move on. This year wasn't debatable to me, Uncle Murder took it to me, surprisingly, uh, but Uncle Murder took it, from the I'll beat, to the lyrics, to the joke, to everything he covered, to... The way he covered everything, 
Yeah. Wow. Michael Murray took it for me. Okay. I don't know if y'all heard it, but y'all need to y'all need to hear them tracks, man. I ain't even know he came out one directly after the other. Ain't compare. Yeah. Man, I've not listened to a wrap up in like. Hmm. It was like when Mad Skills was the only one doing them. Yeah. It was like then. Yeah. I don't know how long ago that is. How how old I am. Show how bad I'm showing my age then. But yeah. But Uncle Murder says. In the song, this is the last year he doing it. So this is the last year doing it. He went out with a bang. No, I'm gonna say oh, that. I'm gonna he have went out to with a bang. Check it out there. That's yeah. All right. Okay. So as soon as we finish, as soon as we finish, I'm like, go ahead, and listen to that jump, cause yeah, I'm gonna listen to that jump the night again, cause I like the way he got through that jump. He, he kept. That he might have to give me some content for next week. He had to beat the whole thing. It was like Uncle Murdo, like he's a funny dude on the wrap ups anyway. But mm-hmm. this year, I like the way he because he, he he kept the humor, but he went serious at sometimes, mm-hmm. but still gave you a little ha ha in the seriousness because we needed a ha ha to make it through some of these serious times. So and that was twenty twenty two. It gave you a lot of serious and then a little ha ha. Yeah, some serious then a little ha ha. Yeah, so I think he I think he wrapped the year up nicely, really nicely. Thirteen minutes and after making thirteen twenty six or thirteen mm-hmm. sixteen to be oh, exact, somewhere around there. So it's it's a good track. It's a good track. All 13 minutes is a good track. I like the way he come into the intro, a little preface of the song. I like the way he came into it too, because he don't come right into the beat. He got a little preface to it, then he come right into it and roll mm-hmm. with the beat. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I, 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 yeah, I didn't even know he song. had um, came up with a, a rap. I only heard um, a rap up. I only heard like Mad Skills rap up. And the main reason I heard that is because like the producer up there, he's from like Wayne's, I think was it Waynesboro on mm-hmm. um, in Virginia. And mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I actually met the producer before, so yeah, that's the okay. only reason. Bro, I really listened to it, so I, man, I'm I so out of loop. I'm, I'm so, old man with it. I did not know nothing about nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to look it up now. Yeah, I really don't. You know, I don't listen to new music too much, but when it comes <laughs> right. to certain times, I know stuff don't come out. I'm if you recommend it, then I'm gonna try it because yeah. you don't like yeah, most things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> most things I don't like. But that song, I, I, I can get down with that rap. Twenty twenty, Uncle right on. Yeah, I get down with. It. I recommend that, man. I want to hear a good track, man. Get okay, murder. And cover all the topics in twenty twenty in one song. Thirteen minutes. You got to sit and listen to a track. That's one track to listen to. If, if, if he kept you for thirteen minutes, I'm, I'm convinced. Yeah. you feel me? Yeah, mm. you feel me. That's that's uh, saying. Yeah. Now, now me saying that, I'm not saying the Mad Skills song wasn't good. I'm not saying that. Right. It just wasn't better than it just wasn't better than Uncle Murder this year. That's all I'm so saying. listen to both of them, guys. But Uncle Murder is the one that faces giving the higher recommendation out of the two. Yeah. But both of yeah. them are good. Yeah. So listen to both of them and get your recap on because I'm definitely going to yeah. have to do so after we uh, wrap tonight. We got that face stamp. Yes. If you got yeah. the face stamp, you know it's saying something because he don't like shit. So mm-hmm. <laughs> if he like that, if he like both of them, some they're they're doing something good on there. And yeah. uh speaking of recaps of 2020, <laughs> uh here we go. One of our one of our better videos, unfortunately, has come at the expense of this man. Uh it's it's our weekly Umar update. Um the 2020 recap of this dude's year uh has done us very well as far as views. I'm going to do so, ad-libs. <laughs> here's what he's been up to since the last time we spoke to y'all last week. Here we go. First, he blocked us on Twitter. We, we talked that about day. that at the top of the show. Yep. He's also been going to the grave sites of Frederick Douglass and Harriet Tubman 
And while there, he's been begging for cash apps. Okay. Um, he was Did then he just... laying. Yeah, I said that he was at the grave sites of Frederick Douglass and Harriet Tubman. Did he just sit there? And while he was there, he was asking for cash apps. Yo, I could go. He was telling a bunch of history stories that people could look up in any book about these people. Google it. And he was asking for cash apps. He then was laying in a hotel bed talking about sex and other weird things like super gonorrhea. And I don't know what this has to do with opening a school for boys or saving black boys. or I, I don't know. And he was giving bedroom ass to the camera and talking, yeah, talking about wives. All right. He then had a book signing in a heated tent with maybe three to 12 people as he yelled into a mic with speakers. Now, this is the most requested scholar. And this uh, is his turnouts. He's still on tour right now while the school remains in disrepair and the HVAC has still not been fixed. How it's going to get fixed when he's not at the school, I have no idea. He has also scheduled a block party for some time in the summer at FDMG. This is the second or third time that he has scheduled a block party since he got the buildings. And not one time has a block party been held. He claims the school will be open in the fall of 2021. And this is the third or fourth opening date that's been given. As I mentioned at the top of the show, it started with what? Fall of 2019, 2018. And then it was the summer of that year. And then it was the fall of 2020. And then it was the fall of 2021. No word on how the staff for the school or how operations for the school will be funded as of now. So how he's gonna get the lunches for the kids, how he's gonna pay for busing, how he's going to to fund the actual teachers that will work at the school. That's the pull-up team. And if they're working for free, how they will be, like how they will have the time to work outside of that job full-time. so, yeah, so that's what Umar's been up to since the last time we talked. Now, Umar, tell me what I'm wrong about and tell me when the school going to open and tell me why you don't have money left over after buying the school for 400000 and you claim that you've made 750000 but it's been calculated that you probably have made over $1.5 million since you started collecting donations. You explain it. I will... Bow down. You got it, champ. I won't say nothing else. Until then, I'll see y'all next week for the weekly. (laughs) (laughs) And now, I put like, oh, go ahead. Yeah, speak on it, face mom. I personally, because I know he ain't going to come on the show, but I personally invite anybody that supports Umar who has an adequate answer. Who is down for a legitimate intellectual discussion on the oh topic? God, yes. To come on the show, email us. We'll debate. Yes. All our information is on thepartners.com. Yep. Email us at our email address. Yep. The Partners Podcast at gmail.com. Email us. We will respond. We will bring we you will on. And we will the have the debate if you have the answers. Intellectual debate. Right. On the show. And as soon as you come with the ad hominem attacks or this dumb stuff, we're going to just get rid of you and we're going to keep it moving. But if you got the intellectual and you have an actual, real, legitimate answer and you can speak to us, 
Hell yeah, face. I'm with that. As soon as they say something stupid. All I want to say. As soon as they say Watch something Watch, we get locked on everything now. Of and my course. face change. As soon as my face change. I'm like, what? What? Just because that doesn't make me a hater. It just makes me paying attention. Haters don't pay attention in great detail. I do. I just want some answers so I can either choose to support the black man who's trying to help the black people if he's actually helping or continue to voice an opinion on the actions of a man I think is a scammer. Prove me right or prove me wrong. Open invitation, please. That's all I'm saying. And that's that's all I'm chill. saying. That's okay. it. Or can't let me that. ask the question to the man until he answers. But if, if you're going to ask a form, then have something respectable to say that actually makes sense. Something that don't involve you having to go and stoop to like throwing a bunch of crazy stuff out there and cursing and acting crazy. Like, I ain't with all that. I ain't bought all that. Because uh, unless you right across the table from me doing all that, it's a waste of time. Because we ain't going to be able to handle it the way it really need to be handled. So just go ahead with all that. Come on with some intellectual stuff and let's talk. Indeed. Yeah. And him laying in the bed giving bedroom ass leads no, to my like topic that. for the night. Um, so I was watching uh, More to the Story. It was a podcast with Tahir Moore, his wife, Farron. And um, they were talking about threesomes. And I was just kind of wondering, like, what are y'all thoughts on threesomes? Have you ever had a threesome? What's your thoughts on, like, polyamory, polygyny, that type of movement in general? Um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, so I guess what made me think of it is the fact that like before I was married, I've had that type of uh, sexual uh, indiscretion, I guess you would say. Um, before I knew my wife, you know, I was very. An entanglement. Yeah, I had an entanglement. Um, and anyway, um, but I noticed that now, like once I got with my wife, as far as like even being when we were just dating and we were just, you know, together as boyfriend and girlfriend, I guess you would say, like, I immediately like kind of switched. And like, now I feel like I would be weirded out by having one because I wouldn't be able to deal with anybody, male or female, like touching my wife. Like, I don't know, I'm, I'm I don't know. It's something in me that just be like, no, don't you touch her. And I'd be ready to punch them. Like, so I, I, I don't know. It's like, and it's such a weird thing because like, before her, cool. Now that I'm with her, I would be completely skeeved out. Like, I don't know. Understandable. Thoughts, opinions, etc. Face, and you, you, just... <laughs> you go ahead and say so, because you over there geeking. Because you laughing, man. Are you... Man, you, man, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know you want me to go first so I can tell yeah. myself and be a fool. Or whatever. Um, but um yeah, all right, so the topic is three. Yeah, threesomes are great, they're awesome. Um, <laughs> especially when you're single, especially when you you're not even expecting it. You thought you were just gonna be there, chill, no smoke, talk shit. Next thing you know, hey, both these chicks are naked. What's going on? I hey, y'all do what y'all want to do, man. It's cool, man. I like it. Keep doing it. It works when you're single. Now, <laughs> uh, now as far as polyamory, um, I don't know if I'm saying it right. I know I got it up here on the target, but I feel like that's a whole, that's a whole different thing. Like yeah. you got to be in that. That's like a culture, you know. That's like something 
Oh, I mean, there's like new age and then there's new age polyamory and then there's like, um, I see cultures where there's like you have six wives. I've seen cultures where it's one wife and they she has multiple husbands or, or whatever. And they, you know, one of them random islands somewhere mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it all depends on that person. Like if like if you know you're a person that gets jealous real easily or whatever. Oh yeah, maybe a threesome wouldn't be the good thing for you, you know, like because I've I've had talks with females before and they, they'll say, nah, I can't see my dude with it. I'm I'm gonna be mad just looking at it, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. It just all depends. But um now as far as me, male male, hell no. <laughs> but that's just me. I'm I not gonna I'm not gonna down anybody that's hey, if that's what you into, that's what you're mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to see fair. another dude. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> okay. I'm not, you know, that's your thing. But hey, to each his own. As long as nobody's getting disrespected, it's all right. But as for me, I'm okay. Yeah, with FF and I'm the M. Yes. <laughs> and I'm the M. <laughs> I am only what Face got to say because he's been like literally grinning or laughing this entire time. What in the he, hell is about to happen here? He got dirt on me. That's probably what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got dirt on both of y'all. I've known y'all know. both over 20 years. So. <laughs> hey. So on the topic at hand, though, first of all, I say that I've known you for 26 years, years, and I'm proud of the progression I've yeah. seen in you and, and the element of what you just said about now being with your wife and having those feelings. I, I, I'm proud of that because I've seen the progression <laughs> of what you were and who you were yeah. and what you used to do yeah, to who you are true. now in that aspect. And, yeah. and, and that's a lot. That's like a 12-step programming. You took all 12 steps. I'm proud of you, brother. You were um, a legend. Salute, champ. Salute, champ. You, you were a legend. You were a <laughs> legend. <laughs> I'm, hey, bro, I don't know. That Pat, was another person. Pat, you still out there. Pat, you still out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, still out there. Me, myself. Now, on the topic of threesome, I've never had a threesome. Now, I've had opportunities, but I was real young and I got real, real high and I went to sleep and everybody else went to sleep too. So, hey. <laughs> oh, well. Man, any other situation where it could have, might have been the the main female might have been to the point where she was always jealous and she was like, no, I'll never share, which you have to be understandable in those situations. So, Respect. it is what it is. And the epic, in the instance I am now, I'm married, so I'm totally happy with the one I have. So I have no instance, no no temptation, no, no ideal to experience nothing else. So, I mean, and I know my wife, she'll never be down with that anyway, so cool with me. Right. So um, to those who are down with it, cool. From those who have had threesomes or foursomes or fivesomes, I know many people have. I I, I know several people who had six sums. Um, That's an orgy. That's just just yeah, this fucking basically, orgy. <laughs> basically, um, but I mean, from the uh, the sexual past I've had, 
<laughs> Got dirt on that nigga too. I'm I'm gonna say, try to say it politically correct, but vagina is vagina. I mean, mm. yeah, it, 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 it's yeah. It, it's not even that is the comparison. It's the rest of the body motion that's the comparison. So and and that, and a good I'll say fifty five to sixty five percent have the dead fish complex. So. He said it. He said it. He said it before me. You gotta look at it. Don't keep it real. Oh man, he said it. On the flip side, they can say Thank you, face. On the flip side, the female can say something negative. We can say, well, men don't want to be doing nothing have time. And that's their perspective. Cool. Yeah, that's what, but from my that's perspective and my, sec- and my sexual experience, that's my opinion because that's what I've experienced. So mm-hmm. I can only speak on my experiences. Now, as far as as far as polyamory um like like i said it's a culture man it's, it's people who into that d ray davis famous comedian yeah yeah I always yeah. say that my two girlfriends my, my two me and my two girlfriends cool I'm, now i've been at a point in my life mm-hmm. once again in my past mm-hmm. that i've had more than one female acquaintance mm-hmm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But <laughs> at one point, some of those acquaintances didn't know about each other, so that wasn't true polyamory. That was polyamory on my behalf, <laughs> but not on the total behalf. Because black you men know cheat people. He's he's a trans polyamorous. I want to be real. That boy said because they probably like all these people out here trying to be on the bandwagon. You feel like all this black men don't cheat stuff. At one point, we all did cheat because we all had to go through a phase of not wanting to be tied down. We all had to have a progression through life. So mature black men don't cheat. That should be the same. Mature black men don't cheat. Big facts. That's just it because black men go from all ages of true black men. If you want to say chronological age wise, that's Ooh, 18. come on. Okay, okay. Looking so, past the phase. We really want to say that. No, let's not say that. Let's say what it truly needs to be. Mature black men don't cheat. Big facts. Big facts. So, I can rock with that. But back to polyamory. Polyamory for me, I wouldn't like. That's a lot of attention to be given. You feel me? Like you got two females. Mm. They want both of them want attention. Like. I got a wife and three kids now. To add another female in that mix, <laughs> hell, hell no, crazy as hell. Like no, like what, no, you know what? Like, no, bro. You know, I can barely handle it when my mom is in the house and my wife is in the house at the same time. I'd be like, oh my god, this is too much. Oh my god, I can't deal with it. I could definitely not deal with a permanent woman in the house. Oh my god, you know? Oh I, no, I kind of have a different look at this. Like, all right, because hmm. all right. Every, like, I ain't gonna say every. A lot of the um, females that I have actually been with, they always had, like, a, a sidekick or a friend or, you know, they, they partner in crime around, usually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. if... I, I'm I'm probably gonna get myself in trouble saying all this stuff. If... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think that would work for me because I'm single and greedy right now and that probably... I'm probably putting this out in the universe so it could actually happen. But yeah, I'm still waiting for my lesbian couple to marry. And and I, I think it will work. I, I think it will work. I feel like mm. I, sh- I I think having an open mind about things, you know, brings out good and new opportunities. Well, 
Let me shut up. I guess chicken sandwiches aren't that good anymore. No, no, I'm joking around. <laughs> I'm joking around. Man. Man, 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 man. Wait, that Battery Street do something, boy. I got him in trouble. Nah, not really. <laughs> Should I edit this out? Nah, you good, B. <laughs> this is for the culture. This is for the culture. Got it real raw, real raw, real and raw. Got to be real. That is hilarious. Oh, shit. The the chick I chill with now, she's talking about, you need to learn how to do tattoos so you can tattoo um, girls' asses and put it on video and shit, like on IG and shit. I was like, you know what? You're right. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, man. We got to take a trip sometime this year. All three of us show. Like, no, nah, that'd be dope. I'm with it. As a, I'm with it. Let's let's, dry, let's ride out. Like Throw all the partners get and, and, and let's go. What I want to plan is a winter trip for us and our significant others. I'm with that too. Let's slide, like slide. A weekend, a weekend winter trip. Yeah, Pat, you bring you bring your female too. All right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Chicken sandwich. You're funny. Oh man. That people would never know. All right. Speaking speaking of the fuckery. (laughs) Oh, that's what it's been. A lot of the new the random topics (laughs) for today. I'm calling this segment the good and the fuckery. The good and the fuckery, man. Yeah, that confused face. That's what I like. All right. The first, the good. Man, I heard Nipsey is coming out with a new album. That's one of the good things. Hold on. Right. Who? Nipsey. Hustle. Yeah, he coming out with a new album. Hey, you well, know yeah, how they record. Huh? You know how they record. You okay. know how they record. So it's gonna be an album full of features. Yeah, his uh one of his Got people, it. Jay Stone, um, said something and said he he's gonna have something. I think they said this year. This year I saw a post about it. Pretty much. So that's one good thing. Uh, Master P, Barry Davis, buying Reebok. They they discussing that or whatever. And then I, I might yeah, actually I buy some, Reeboks. Yeah. <laughs> I might buy big moves right there. I'll cop some pumps. Yep. The old more. school pumps. Need more of that. All right. More. The good mixed with some fuckery. Twisted T sales have gone. <laughs> God up since that video. Y'all see that video? I still ain't seen the video though. I done heard about it and I keep seeing people doing like little. Oh, I'm about to find that junk for you. Like I seen a dude standing by the window like Malcolm X with a can of twisted tea. Yo, okay. Yo, all right. So, so white, so this white dude, he, he sound like he listened to every rap song there ever was or whatever. The Mm -hmm. way he, the way he talked and he, he sound like he took some meth and listened to those rap songs and thought that he could say certain things because he listened to those rap songs for a long time. Uh, yeah. So he starts saying nigga, but he didn't say it with the hard R. He didn't say E-R. He said it with the A. He said nigga. I'm going to give him that, but he still can't get nothing, even if I'm giving him that. But there's one thing he did get, a twisted T to the face. That dude, <laughs> he flipped. I knew it was something. I knew he was planning something when he flipped the, uh, the can. He flipped mm-hmm. the can, dropped it, picked it up. I was like, all right, what does this do? Smack. 
clear to the face. And ever since then, I have seen the most glorious Twisted T memes. And you know how I love memes. That's why. Okay. Yes. Yes. Now I got it. Okay. Now you okay. know the... I'm gonna I'm gonna find that I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to find see that video now. I got to watch that video and listen to the two recaps for the culture. Work to do now. <laughs> you got to you got to see it before Black History Month, man. I got to see it for the culture. Yep, the culture. Indeed. Now, now for the fuckery. This is the fuckery. Come through with it. The fuckery is this little six hundred dollar check that I've been getting from the government when we've been spending this tax money all our lives so they can get a a, a raise every year and free health care. And i like to yeah. give a, 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 a nice shout out, fuck you, to Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, if you do not know him, he is missing his chin. He's been missing his chin <laughs> since birth uh, when he was younger. Evidently, he got punched in the face. It never quite healed and everything. And his chin <laughs> looks like an uh, iron ironed out raisin like he looked like he looked like, like a, a turtle out of his shell like he yeah that's it like, like, like he's always missing his teeth like like I, I i just don't get it with man and then i don't oh. understand oh. kentucky why kentucky why what uh, nothing like like they absolutely did nothing because that's the state that He's oh. from, that's the, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? So, and they are known for having like the lowest economy, the lowest poverty rate. Mitch McConnell rich now. He's oh, rich. yeah. Oh, you saw yeah, what they did this crib? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not one politician should feel safe in this country until they get this right. Like how how you have a job and you get a raise every year but you haven't done any good. You like your your job performance is trash. <laughs> yeah. Your job is trying, and you have it damn near for the rest of your life. Yeah. So yeah. 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 So for so for the fuckery, a special shout out, uh, fuck you to Mitch McConnell. Um, we need to get all the old people. Fuck you. All all the people that's been that's like born uh and they're like over 60, whatever the fuck, out of the office, because they think that $600 <laughs> is the same thing as $600 yeah. when they were growing up. Like, yeah, this back is not... When, back when they still had... Back in my day, it's not your day. It's it's not your day anymore. <laughs> you you don't have a day. You you barely have days left. Back whatever. when you could go to the store and buy a loaf of bread for a nickel. You, you got a time machine with this $600? Say $600, you was balling for the night. Ball, ball. And if... If I go back in time with a time machine to $600, I'm bringing guns with me because they were acting up back then. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Big that's, the end. That's, that's, that's the end of my fuckery rant. Fuck you again, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Fuck you. You old oh, son of a bitch. Oh, shit. You and selfish from one bastard. You shout out to the king of weekly fuck yous. <laughs> Face, take it away. Yes, yes, yes. Once again, it's that time of the week. Five things that five we get five this week. Oh, sometimes we only get three. I'm about to Let's go. Beginning of the year, every year, got a lot of people that do this same dumbass thing and don't make it through the third week of January, keeping New Year's weight loss resolutions. They piss me <laughs> off. Why they make you mad, Faith? Stop it. Just you stop it. Losing weight. Stop making them. <laughs> I know it ain't me. 
Because I ain't doing it. But I'm tired of everybody else saying they're going to do this shit and never do it. If you're going to do it, keep to it. You said this shit three years in a row. <laughs> you ain't going to do this shit. Just accept Accept who you are, what you are, and you be comfortable. If you big, you big. Oh, well, be comfortable with that shit. That's what you are. <laughs> and fat shame nowadays, too. So it's I'm, good. I'm not, I'm not a real big guy. I, I'm, I'm a slim frame guy, but I, I, I'm all right. Remember? I'm not skinny. I'm, I'm a slim muscular build. I could be a little bit bigger in my eyes. But hey, it is what it is. I, I can accept that. I used to want to be bigger. They'd be like, oh man, I got to get bigger. I got to drink protein. I got to do. I accept what I am. If you big, 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 please. Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> BBW is a whole it category. Exactly. If you got a little like sum on the side did. of the phone. He like his girl's BBW. Every girl in Red Man videos is a BBW. Yeah. BBW is a good thing. It's nothing wrong with it. And the FUPA is a hashtag. Are. It's warm in the winter, <laughs> baby. Uh, it's me? warm in now, the winter, baby. Again, I'm not shaming anybody. I'm not fat shaming. What I am doing is weight loss resolution failure shaming. If you're going to make the resolution, <laughs> failure. If you, gonna, if you ain't going to do it and you know you ain't going to do it once you say it, this is a psych. Just go ahead and say psych, right? So, um, this year, I'm going to lose weight. Psych. Cool. Damn. Because you ain't psyching nobody out but your damn self. <laughs> How you go in Second on the thing. very first one? <laughs> God damn. Second thing. Pat, you already covered this. But once again, $600 for a stimulus check. Now, yeah, some people don't need dirty. it. Some people don't need it. Cool. That's sad money for them. But bills are bills. And bills come every month regardless if it's a pandemic or not. Regardless if you can't go to work or not. So bills Indeed, are bills. Every month. Now, the people making these decisions have more than enough disposable income to pay their bills with just the disposable income because they have a salary coming from taxpayer money, but they yep. can't allocate money to the taxpayers so they can pay their bills, yeah. which end up money coming right back to them. Mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to me. So you're perpetually putting your people in debt. Uh, I understand the debt scheme. Uh, I get it. Cool. He who controls the dollar controls the people. I understand that. But at the same time, when people go broke and go hungry, they go crazy. Yeah, so, I do too. Yeah. Deal with that. <clears throat> yeah, you get hangry. Control crazy people. Eat the rich. Easy. Eat the rich. Third thing that, that really irritates me. Yeah, we all see this every time we go to a gas station. Is that one motherfucker outside begging for a dollar? <laughs> Bum tax. Mm, begging for a dollar. And, 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 man, and the thing that pisses me off, he asks you before you go in the store. You feel me? Mm-hmm. He's to get you. Hey, man, you, you got some change? Nigga, you know I ain't got no change. I'm about to go in the store. You just want me to tell you I'm going to get you when I'm coming out, huh? No, nah, I'm going to be real. Nope. <laughs> I, do, I, 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 had learn. Come out I had to learn to do I that. I got exact it, change. Yo, you... Face, you know how it is in Norfolk. If you go to 7-Eleven in Norfolk, what? it's a bum tax what? every time you go in there, yo. What? Like, they're on the corner, like they're on what? the side. They they pop up like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't, I didn't even see you. Like, nope. They come about the sewer grate. I can't get no gas. I can't get a Slurpee. Mm. I'll tell you what, though. Credit cards and debit cards have uh, really changed oh, yeah. that for me. I don't never have no cash. I don't got no cash. Oh, I don't got no cash. 
Oh no, I ain't getting no cash back. Man. Oh no, I ain't got no cash. It is it, it's brazen. It's brazen niggas out there. Hey man, it's an ATM right there, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it is. You know, Nick, and you I ain't using it to get what I need. So why change? I told him no, nah, but I got an application. Big facts. I told him no, nah, my job hiring though. <laughs> I ain't gonna spare change with my job hiring. Right. You can put the app down. And I, mean, I don't know if they're gonna call you back, but you can put the app in. I don't know what your qualifications are, but you can get a job and then you have your mm-hmm. own James. Well, you definitely got marketing because they're out there. Yeah, I mean, next thing that pisses me off, <laughs> scammers. Ooh, ma. You, you, you spend your whole day just trying to scam somebody out their money so they can be your money instead of working. Your, your job is trying to convince somebody to give you money, trying to figure out some more way to steal some money from somebody. Nigga, get the real job and earn the fucking money. Coming. This job. My thing is, is people proud of being scammer. Yeah, I'm a scammer. You know, mm. Nigga, what? Swiping them cards. It, it, this, you can get a job with those same skills. Mm-hmm. That's why this, the I know same it's a new day and age. Because when I was growing up, being <laughs> you, you won't boasting and bragging about being a scammer. You feel me? Like that won't something to be proud of. Like people's like. No, like, come on, you get beat up for scam. That's what you're proud of by the drug dealers. <laughs> you know, you, you know, you, you scamming. Nah, man, come on now. Yo, nah, I'm not saying this because I've been scammed recently. No, not at all. But I'm just saying this because it irritates the hell out of me just to know you out there being a predator to get money out of people instead of going out there and earning your own money. And most people oh. who are scamming are in a certain age range. You feel me? And these people are able bodied people. Who can get out there and get their own money? Just lazy as shit and don't want to earn what you need to earn. That's it. Be like every get a job. Person. Get a job with your own business. Do something. Make call money. centers. Do Jay. something. Oh, call centers love those guys. Damn. <laughs> Do something. Next thing that pisses me off oh. is the lack of ambition in niggas. Keyword I say the lack of ambition in niggas, <laughs> not people. Niggas. niggas. Now, I use the key term definition word, niggas, because it means ignorant imbecile. You feel me? Ignorant person. There's niggas in every race and culture. I'm not stimming it to just black people. No. Or ignorant black people. Ignorant motherfuckers, period. The lack of <laughs> ambition in y'all. It irritates the shit at me. You feel me? How dare you be comfortable in the, in the bullshit position that you're in? Man. How dare you? When there's so much more. You feel me? That's real. Now, like I say all the time, we've all been through shit. I've been on welfare when I was a child too, but guess what? I'm not there anymore. Like I said right. before on the episode before, I was homeless. I'm not there before. Right. I can't be content in no situation. I got to strive for better. But how dare you be content where you at, you lazy, worthless motherfucker. <laughs> lazy, worthless And that's how you feel about your damn self. <laughs> how, 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 how dare you just sit there and be comfortable? Like, yeah, I'm all right. And like the real the real thing that really gets me is like men. It's like the, these men that fall into this category who come through with living off a woman who hey, you have no drive mm. desire. Like, yeah, my wife got it. Like she got it. No, she shouldn't have it. But you're able by You ain't got you're nothing with it. You feel me? This wasn't no household agreement. This is just like, nah, man, she got it. Mm, I'm gonna live off her. Or or I, I've personally known people, personally known dudes growing up. Their goal is to find a girl who's on Section Eight and just be with her, you feel me, and live off the government. That's the plan. I ain't gotta get no job. Give me a girl Section That's Eight, a rent, like, rent, rent like rent less than hundred dollars a month. 
You feel me? That is Piss a poor, pitiful ass, ass playing. Nigga playing. You feel me? And these are not just black guys. I know Caucasian guys that do this. You feel me? Like, right. How fucking dare you? Get a job, man. <laughs> Get a job, man. <laughs> I've been paying taxes since I was 14 years old. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I've been working long enough to retire. Yeah, man. I've been working for more than 20 years. Yeah, man. Preach that good word. And some man. of y'all lazy motherfuckers out here the same age as me ain't had one job. Not the first. Now, don't get it wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with hustling. Get your money. But in that same mindset, realize there ain't no 401k in hustling. Yeah. Ain't no retirement plan in hustling. You're going to have to do something else at the end of the day. It's a retirement plan, but, Take you know. Take money investing. It ain't worth it. You ain't going to like it. Right. Hey, the, the normal two retirement plans ain't a good two paths to go down. You feel Hell so my thing is, don't be that lazy-ass motherfucker. Yeah. Like. That's real as shit. Like, get up off your fat ass or your small ass or your medium ass, whatever size ass it is. Get your ass up and go to work. You ain't doing nothing anyway. You're sitting around. The last thing, the last thing that, that, that really irritates me and I see a lot is motherfuckers who do stupid shit expecting smart results. <laughs> so everybody have to have the human race. Shit. Yeah, I see that every day. Yeah, you feel me? Common sense ain't been common to everybody, man. Common Not at all. Everybody. So, I mean, I mean, uh, uh-uh. I really get tired of seeing that people like um, people mad because they have to pay their bill. Man, I didn't. Did you read what you said? Did you think that That's was your free? responsibility? Did you think that just because you won't go pay it here, you won't go have to pay it at all? It comes back at the end of the day. I mean, every adult should understand that. I mean, Invoice. Like, stupid, stupid is stupid. Key, key thing came from a, a, a famous dumb man, Forrest Gump. Said, stupid <laughs> is, the stupid does. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, it is what it is. I mean, you do something stupid, you get some stupid results. Back, uh, big you step facts. on a rake, it's going to pop you in the face. You got a resume of stupid thing. It is what it is. You brought out the loony toys. <laughs> you step on a rake, it's going to pop you in the face. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you, you, mm-hmm. you go down the street doing a hundred and an eighty-five mile an hour right past a cop. Nine times ten, nine times ten, you're gonna get pulled over doing something yeah. stupid. You get stupid results. You feel like I did. Ain't gonna be nothing smart, especially on the East Coast. He ain't gonna drive by like, "Good job, guy. Good job. You're going nice speed. Good job." Nah, nah, nah man. I'm tired of it's gonna be got your ass. Because situations because of their actions, like. Live up to your shit. Like that, your actions got you in this situation. Ride it out. Stick to it. That's that's yeah. what it is. You want to come in here and do something dumb? Stick with your dumb ass decision. But get these exactly. consequences that go with it. <laughs> you feel me? No, preach. you preach. I, I, that's just a few of the things that irritate me this week. Of course, there's much more, but I'll save them for next week. Yeah, I paid all my speeder tickets. I I, I took the consequence. Speaking of which. <laughs> mm. Yes, you did. I got a toll. Yes, you did. Amen. Man. I'm going to handle that. Yeah, oh, is that? I'm going that tomorrow. <clears throat> it's always a toll around here. I got a ticket for making a red. Uh, I got a ticket at the stoplight when I made, made where I made a, a right turn at. They said I never stopped. I was going nine miles an hour through the light. I'll give you a little $50. I know the scheme. Because you're on that roller stop shit. It's all right. I don't mm-hmm. live there anymore. 
I don't think a rolling yeah. stop deserves ten fifty dollars, but I hey. probably did. It don't. <clears throat> it is what it is. Right. Up. You know it, and you know it well. Now, m- moving on to my next topic, man. Um, full of progression and getting rid of toxic behaviors and toxic people in your life. Okay. Um, I've been having recent conversations with a lot of people close to me who've been going through personal situations and just talking to them gives me more insight on myself. You feel me? Like, so when Mm -hmm. I move forward, I got to get rid of my own personal toxic behaviors. And Mm. as I always talk about the smell when we come on here, it's not only advice for everybody else, but it's advice for myself too. So I'm always speaking to y'all through personal experiences of what I, what I'm personally telling myself every day and what I'm personally formulating for myself. So that's what I'm telling y'all. And that's what I'm, not telling y'all to have to follow, but just something that you might it might help, you might not. But hey, this is what I'm doing. So yeah. in my forward progression, I'm just trying to become better. Like I always say, be be a better whatever every day. You feel me? Whatever you may be, be that every day. If you right. a preacher, be a better preacher every day. Um, focus more on your sermon. Get more into your material. Just focus more on your congregation. If you're a policeman, be a better policeman. Treat more. Treat everybody equally. Just go out there and do your correct job. Don't have any bias. If you're a fireman, get your ass up the ladder faster. Put the fire out. From get like, the ladder faster. Toxic behaviors, jealousy, envy. You feel me? Like toxic behaviors like that breed itself in any type of environment, any type of relationship. Not only romantic relationships, friendships, business environments, everything. Those are some toxic behaviors that can't. I mean. Let them go. You can't go forward with anybody. Like if you continue to have those behaviors in you, you can't truly have no forward progression. Truly, because you always find yourself back in those situations with those same elements popping right That's back up on you. Those jealousies, those envies you might have, those insecurities you may have. Let them go. Be aware of what you have going on with you, so you can uh, get rid of them. Or if you choose to continue on as a toxic motherfucker. <laughs> just know how you are. They're going to be shocked when you get treatment as you do it. Hashtag toxic. I mean, I know people personally. I mean, yeah, I mean, we all know people personally who know they're the asshole. You feel me? That's their, that's the role they want to have. That's the role they are. That's the people they are. Yeah. They accept that. They accept they have their toxic behavior. Cool. You accept the consequence of no one wanting to be around your ass. <laughs> I mean, shit. That's real shit. It is what it is. I mean, me personally, the toxic behaviors I've had in my past, I, I've been a habitual liar. I've had to change that through whatever counseling I've had to go through to get to the point where I see where that gets you nowhere. You feel me? Like, the truth is the only thing that's going to set your ass free. And yeah. I've always said that if anybody ever listened to me just growing up, I've always hated liars. But truth is, I was hating myself. I was a liar. So I had to realize that by myself, that that's why I was hating everybody else that was lying so much because... I was lying. So yeah. self-realization, you've been part of accepting who I am so I can move to that self that, that second level. But I speak about motivation a lot and this comes back to motivation. You feel me like for progression, motivate yourself to keep going forward. And I think all three of us have done that at some point of our lives. You feel me like, I don't know if y'all want to yeah. speak on anything in your life that y'all personally motivate yourself through or y'all find yourself now motivating yourself through to get to that next level of elevation. But me personally, it's just striving every day to be a better husband, better father. And mm-hmm. like I say, just a better man all around. And 
that's my three levels right now uh, on my three smell theories. I'm trying to go to that level. Um, some of them I have already elevated. I'm trying to reach that liberation phase on some of them. Um, as we come to this new year, I will be speaking on elevation going forward on um, motivation. Mm-hmm. I have that enough. I feel like people have gotten enough concepts as far as how to get motivated, how to start, how to realize what needs to be done as far as their own personal motivations. So right. next next time is elevation. Um, as far as y'all, y'all got anything to say about anything y'all personally going through more as far as motivation wise? Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, going just like, I mean, I can look through a, a million times in my life where like, I've just been at really bad lows, you know what I mean? Y'all have pretty much been there through a lot of them, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it took motivation to get out of the rut of being comfortable, you know what I'm saying, hopping from crib to crib, and then actually say, you know what, let me go ahead and just get stable. Just just the, the, the mental change of like, all right, hustling, doing this, like party all night, wake up early in the morning, do it all over again. Like, it was just getting, like, ridiculous. So, like, I think the motivation to leave that lifestyle and just start going legit and just, like, I'm going to find just a regular way to make this work and use my talents in a way that's not going to get me in trouble. You know what I mean? So, I think that was the first way. And then even going from that, when when I moved down here to Georgia, you know what I mean, having to go from – switch the mind state of like being comfortable and being like, okay, yeah, I can get a job like I had back in Virginia that pays me okay and I'll be okay. But is that what I want long-term? So even making that switch to say, no, nah, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to get on my hustle like that and uh, make sure I got some credentials so I can just open a little few more doors, get my name out there a little more. So I think that was another way. And then even this year, like getting tired of like, I've been thinking about doing this, like I told y'all, you know what I mean? For like a good 10 years, it's been rolling around in my head. Like, I really want to do something like that. I want to get out there and just talk to people for a living. Like, I want to have my voice heard. I want to make 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 videos about the things that interest me and that, um, that I want people to know my perspective on. So like the fact that this year I got motivated to say, you know what, man, bump, saying let's do it, let's do it. And the fact that we're here right now having this conversation on episode eight, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's motivation too, just saying that like going from a stage of what if to like, fuck what if, let's make it. This is what if, cause we're gonna make it happen so we can see what if, you know what I mean? I think that's the motivation right there for the for my year. Like that's the biggest thing. And I think I'm almost at the liberation cause like we've elevated, we've already started to reinvest in our craft. We've already started to, you know what I'm saying? like think of new ways to express ourselves and express our thoughts and opinions and our creativity. So like, I think that that's the only thing left is to like get to the point where we're so liberated, like this is it. You know what I mean? Like this is what we do permanently. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I would say those are like my different little phases of like where I had to get motivated, elevated, and then finally, you know what I'm saying, liberated. But it all started, I think with like, like you always say, like with, that just acknowledging yourself and just acknowledging like, hey, this is a problem. This is something that is going on. Like the capital S, you know, that's the that's the self part. You know what I mean? Like if you don't start there and realize that like, hey, I, I, I can change this and I need to change this or I need to make a step or I need to, you know what I'm saying, actually make a shift, then you, you never even get to that point of where you could be motivated. You know what I mean? Oh. 
Yep. I think um, with me, when I start having that feeling where I'm overthinking at night, not getting sleep, trying to figure out what my next move is, or if I just, I feel like I'm doing, sometimes I get into a mode of doing, all right, I'm not doing no crazy shit in the streets. I'm just doing my little simple job. I'm not bothering nobody. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? As long as I'm not, but even with that, you know, mentality, you can be content in, in just mediocre situations yeah. you know, in, in, in general. And it's just a matter of like, after a while, if my stomach start touching, if I, if I'm, if I'm getting sleepless nights and this, that, and the third, you get to a point where, nah, this, this is not how I'm supposed to feel. I'm not supposed to feel like this. I'm not is like for one thing my um mother told me when I was younger is you didn't even you you didn't ask to be here. You know, you just here. So since I didn't ask to be here, I might as well make the best of what of it while I'm here. Yeah. You know, and get whatever I can out of life that I can. And then it's just sometimes I gotta watch myself and and, and watch reality and and make sure my goals are realistic know myself and know that all right you're gonna you could be coming short here you know let's 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 do a realistic goal and and just work on getting to that goal so we can get to the next one yeah but a lot of times it was y'all man i ain't even like there's a lot of times y'all kick my ass and that pretty much got me straight after kicking my ass yeah i'm all right all right we love you too man but you know what? I, w- I want to flip a little bit of your perspective, like where you said your mom said, like, um, what was it? You didn't ask to be yeah, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would put that and put it in the perspective of, yeah, you didn't ask to be here because the universe decided to put your particular set of atoms and molecules and your particular combination of cells together to make you, as opposed mm-hmm. to what you could have been, as opposed to what you might have been. Mm-hmm. You are you for a reason. So, like, if you know that, then you owe it to the universe that put you together like that to go and find, well, what am I here for then? Like, you put me here for a reason. What am I here for then? What is that purpose that I'm supposed to be serving? So, like, that's your mission in life to me. Like, I'll be talking. It's like motivating, like like starting with that self-actualization. Like what it does is it pushes you to like really find like who you are. And then once you see that, it's easier to get motivated because now you like, you got that purpose that's long lasting, like not something that's going to fleet or or go away with that five years. Like it's something like if you always chasing, hey, I'm going to find what I am here for. Along the way, what's going to happen is you're going to be so invested in it, you're going to be investing time and resources into things that improve you as a person. Mm-hmm. And if you are improving as a person, then the things around you are going to improve by, by proxy. Default. You know I'm saying like, like if I'm a more courteous person, if I'm more aware, if I'm more... Um, if I'm more even socially conscious as far as like what my impact is on the media community around me and the larger community abroad, like all of those things only lead to you being better at networking, only lead to you having more opportunities because you're more likable. They only lead to you making more money, which allows you to have a better lifestyle, which allows you to then in turn do more of reinvesting into what is your actual purpose. So like 
it's almost like a self-sustaining goal mm-hmm. as opposed to anything else that you make as your goal. Like you have to pour everything in it and hope it works out. If you're looking for purpose, you're going to always be finding resources and other ways to improve your standing because you're constantly investing into making yourself greater. So everything around you gets greater. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. the biggest change I made in myself was just really just realizing like, yes, this is okay, but I'm better than this. So why yeah, not figure exactly. out why I'm better? What is the thing that makes me better than this? And I've been on a search for that for a while. And I'm finally like kind of feeling like I'm at home. You know what I mean? But it took years and years of like starting at that first spot of like, okay, I I know I'm not this. So whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then from there, you just got to rub with it. But I think if people are not chasing like the tangible shit, like the money or the cars or the fame, or I want to have this placement and they're really chasing like their purpose, Whatever those tangible things that their heart desires, those things are going to be fulfilled because they're doing the things for the right ways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that though. What you were saying, that's the one thing I will overthink about. Like, I'm better than this. What is my purpose? What am I supposed to be here? So that's, real. that's exactly what I would be thinking. That's real, though. Well, uh, I'm yeah. I think that's a good place to leave it. I, I feel like I like when we end on like good positive notes, good feel good notes, good notes. We're like, I feel like we're leaving the people with something to take home with them and they can put it in their pocket and use throughout the week. You know what I mean? So I think that's a good place to leave it for this week. Um, coming up this week, guys, we have a live show coming on Saturday this week. Coming on Saturday. It's called You Didn't Ask Us, but... Come through, see what the hilarity is all about. We will be basically giving our own take on shit that nobody asks us to have takes on. It's going to be a weekly show. So every Saturday, you're going to be able to actually interact with us live in the chat, have your voice heard, have us interact with your questions or your opinions, etc. cetera. Umar haters, you bring yourselves on up in there and come on, fuss with us too. Like, come Ooh, through, Martians. see what we're doing. It's called... You didn't ask us, but it will be streamed on YouTube and Facebook. So follow the Partners Movement on either one of those platforms and you will be able to see it. Or, you know, as always, it will be uploaded to YouTube after, you know what I'm saying, the live. But you don't want to miss the live so you can actually interact with us right there on the spot. Um, as always, uh, the Partners comes out every Wednesday night at midnight. Um, video clips come out throughout the week, so look out for those. But Look for us on these streaming platforms. Click on our Spotify. Click on our iTunes. Click on whatever you listen to your podcast on. Um, I like seeing the views and stuff on YouTube. Don't get me wrong. I'm very appreciative. We just reached a quarter, which means we got 25 subscribers on YouTube, which is huge because our goal was a year and a half. And we're already a fourth of the way there in a month and a half. So thank Uh you to y'all. But... At the end of the day, yeah. our, our basics, the reason we do this, all of the other shows and all of the other content that we're able to come out with is all started because we started with the foundation, which is our podcast. So please like, comment, share it, um, subscribe to us on whatever you listen to podcasts on. If you happen to listen to podcasts on YouTube and that's it, cool, subscribe there. But if you do listen to other streaming platforms, subscribe to us there too. 
Like, listen to us. We out here and we got a fresh perspective. Um, that's all I got for the show stuff this week. Um, yeah. Face mob, Pat, what y'all got? Uh, well, T H E P O D N A S. That's the that's the Instagram. That is the Twitter. Uh, if you hit the hashtag and do that, uh, you can find us Facebook there. Um, p- working on more and more content. Working on more uh, other things. Uh, like I was saying earlier in the studio, it's going to be an eventful year or whatever. Oh, one thing. Another positive that's kind of negative that I want to put out there. Still, fuck you, Mitch McConnell, and put that shit in your pocket <laughs> and walk away with it. You bastard. You're worse than Trump. You got a whole record of a whole fucking state being fucked up. I just wanted to put that out there. I'm and sorry, no y'all. Neck. No neck at all. You got all that money, ain't bought a neck yet. No pro- neck, heaven ass. Yeah. That nigga got a gobble, whole gobble ass nigga. You know how fat people lose weight and they got like the uh, arm fat right there? He has that right there on his neck. Like I tell you what that shit is, man. At nighttime, he do his maiden calls through that shit. He fill it up with air and blow that <laughs> shit out. And that shit go. Uh, oh, <laughs> pelican. Oh, oh, fly oh, pelican oh, fly face ass. ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you got for well, us? on my end, on my end, as usual, you know, we got the two stores with our merchandise and apparel there. You, first of all, you got teespring.com backslash stores backslash partners. That's P-O-D-N-A-S dash closet, C-L-O-S-E-T dash one. Then again, we do have teespring.com backslash stores backslash face that's p-h-a-c-e dash co that's c-o dash two come check us out man kids apparels t-shirts long sleeves sweatshirts decorative pillows wall art cell phone cases different accessories New colorways stay coming out. New designs stay coming out. So please, yeah. Yeah. if you check the new store material, last week, man. check good again new this new week. Material. Like I can almost guarantee you, there's yeah. something that Face has created or added since the last time you saw it. Like he be on that shit. So yeah. definitely check it out. Stay active. You know what I mean. And if you can support us by, you know, what I'm saying definitely copping merch on there. Like it's good quality stuff. As you can see, I've got my partner's hoodie on right now. I'm um, still waiting on mine in the I, mail. <laughs> underneath my partner's hoodie, I got my face and coat shirt. And both of them are fresh out the laundry and not a design missing, not a small, it didn't get no smallest, the exact same size as when I pulled it out of the packaging. Like it still smell the same. Like it, I'm telling you, it's quality it's products, quality, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'm quality, putting my money where my mouth is on that one. And that's big facts. And I don't spend my money on nothing. People will tell you, like I've been walking the same outfits for the past, like sell me years just because I, I refuse to buy new clothes. Like my, my wife and my mother have to make me buy <laughs> clothes for myself. <laughs> Made me like, come on, dude. Like so, you know what I mean? So if I'm buying clothes, it's worth it, champs. Um, oh, uh, what was I about to say? Hamburger and biscuits. Oh yeah. If y'all don't want to buy merch um, or you're not able to afford the merch right now, you can buy us a coffee by going to our buy, co- buy us a coffee link on any platform that we post content on. Um, and basically, you know what I'm saying, you can donate a dollar, whatever, to just us. Basically, what we're saving the money for right now is to get Pat, to get him uh, some studio equipment. So we're going to work to get him a mic set up. 
because now me and Face uh, are in there with the audio, so we want to get him set up right, and then also getting Face some type of a hotspot that boosts his internet to make sure he's always crystal clear, like he's clear, but like make sure there's no jumps or anything. And that's literally the last thing we need to be able to put out more content for you on a higher rate with a higher quality. And that's basically all we doing. So like, if you donate to us, unlike uh, brother Uma that we spoke on earlier, you're gonna see tangible results. You're gonna see us coming in with new equipment and better quality and new shows and new content and new solo shows from each of us. Like you're gonna see us reinvesting using the funds you give us to make more content to feed you. So, you know what I mean? Holler at us as always, man. It's a blessing to just have y'all join the conversation I get to have every week with my brothers. And that's really why we do this. We get we got the best uh, side jobs in the world. We get to just talk to our friends and have you guys join us. So keep clicking on the on the links. Um, yeah. Love y'all as always, man. As always, I am one third of the partners tears with the Padawan bitch. Oh my juggernaut mode. You okay. already know his face in the place is trying to stay ahead in this race, man. I try to put a little spice on Easy it. though. So love y'all, man. Uh see y'all next week. Yeah, Saturday. We will see all of our real pod squad members. We will see you guys live on YouTube and Facebook. Check us out. Um, once Instagram puts up the band where they don't let anybody stream to them but them, uh, we'll be able to go live on there too. So keep messing with us. We messing with y'all. Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>